Hey everyone, this is CPROP in North Carolina for Hacker Public Radio. Wanted to record my first podcast ever, and Hacker Public Radio actually gives you a great means to do that. Get your feet wet, contribute to Hacker Public Community, and uh, get to podcasting. And in my first episode, I wanted to do uh, kind of what some of the others have done recently, which is a what's in my bag. I know that John Culp has recently done one, and uh, NY Bill had one done one recently. Um, don't have anything as spectacular as they did, probably, but I do have something a little bit more in that I have two bags. And so I wanted to talk about uh, each one of those. Uh, the first bag that I want to talk about is my go-to bag for my everyday use, and that is a backpack style. It's a fuel backpack, F-U-L. Um, it's a very durable backpack, so um, I actually got it at a really cheap price, so um, it's worked out great. Um, it has two pockets on the outside. One pocket is just a piece of mesh uh, that you slot a water bottle down into. I drink a lot of water during the day, so it's great for that to carry around and just have a nice water bottle secure on your side. On the other side, there is a another zip uh, um, little pouch, and that's where I keep on my USB stick. And I don't know about anybody else. Um, I'm sure that there's a lot of people out there like that, but I have to make sure that where my um, items go in my bag go to the same place every time because when I go somewhere and I need something I don't want to have to be fishing around for it I get it out and I put it right back to where it's uh, where, it, where it came from uh, so in the other zip pock uh, zip pouch on the side there uh, is where I keep all my USB sticks and um, that's where I keep all my software that I need for my day to day job um, and just to kind of give, I'm going to give you a little bit of a real quick synopsis as quick as possible about what I do for my position. Um, I work for a company that sells what we like to call document solution. Um, so that's going to be anything from mostly the large copiers. If you're ever in like an office environment, um, you see those large copiers that you have off to the side or in the corner or something. Usually someone's kicking them not really happy with them that's what we uh, sell um, they do a lot they do copy print scan so we uh, set them up to do scanning and such to email network uh, folders um, we also sell software solutions so think of someone that might be in an HR or an AR uh, like an accounts receivable types position they have a lot of paper flying around they need to be able to manage that paper in some form or fashion um, we offer them software solutions to handle that uh, and that's what my job is to actually go in and help set up the software get it running configured train and later on support so anyway so that's what I keep on my USB sticks um, keep patches for the software um, so I don't have to download it at the customer site um, print drivers in case they get a large machine from us and they want to be able to print um, so we load up the print drivers um, also within my backpack, uh, inside the pouches, uh, there is a tone generator. I've had to use that quite a bit, and it's actually just, you know, you just hook one side to the wall to where the uh, machine might be plugged into, and you want to make sure that it's actually going back to a switch or where that is actually a live port. Uh, sometimes you can't just plug something up, 
people have security on their network, so you just can't plug up a network, uh, um, plug something up to their network like your laptop or whatnot. Um, so I have a tone generator, kind of tone out things. Um, I use that in our loca our uh, branch as well, so it comes in really handy there. Um, one thing I do have is pretty cool. It's called a uh, LAN throwing star, and it's a um, it's kind of like has a four Ethernet ports on it, uh, the Ethernet plugs. So what it will do is, is um, I can put my laptop in between, say, the copier that we sell them, the large multifunction device, the copier deal. Put that between, put my laptop between uh, their machine and the network. And, of course, with the permission of the IT department, um, put my laptop there. And I can actually see the traffic flowing through to make sure that see what see what it is that might be causing an issue. Uh, a lot of my lot, a lot, lot, a lot of my job is troubleshooting why the machine is not doing what the machine is supposed to be doing. So that comes in real handy, um, real handy. We could talk about days for some of the things that uh, has gone on and crazy ways that people have configured the networks, but that's for a totally different uh, episode. Um, I have a little cable tester. Um, sometimes you just gotta make sure that the cable's good. Um, people just—it's funny. You, you, they can call up and say, "Hey, this thing's not working. It's your machine." And probably ninety-nine percent of the time, it is not the machine. Um, those nicks don't really go bad that often. They very rarely go bad. Um, so I have a cable tester just to pull the cable out real quick, give it a real quick go, hit a button and these little blinking lights go by just to make sure that everything is talking together. Um, it was like five bucks. So what the hey, um, I have a cable making kit. Uh, sometimes I have to put an end on something real quick. Um, don't really do that a whole lot. I don't like making cables. Um, if you're going to, if you need a cable, just buy one. Um, I keep a lot of extra cables in my bag, uh, but six foot, that's it. Um, I have been in situations where I've been to a client's, and unfortunately I've had to keep uh, a roll of Cat5 cable in my car. Uh, another story for another day. But I do have a cable making kit, uh, which consists of uh, the wire strippers, um, which is like a little put it on the end of the cat five cable and kind of give it a spin and it pulls off the outer um, outer shielding and then you got the twisted cables on the inside uh, then I have a crimper in the ends uh, punch down in case you need to punch something down into a, a 110 block um, don't really do that on the customer site do that at our local branch so most of that is what we do there um, I got a couple of different punch downs I got a plastic one which I like a lot better it's just like a little tiny, maybe an inch, um, inch long plastic punch down. You just kind of press it in real hard. And I got another one that's a mechanical. It has a cutter side and a um, punch down side. So really got to make sure that you look on what side that sucker is on before you use it. Because you might be cutting the wire that you really don't need to cut. Um, like I said, lots of different... Uh, size of patch cables no more than six foot sometimes i have like little tiny ones to go into a switch i've been in 
lots of situations where someone doesn't have an on-site IT depart, uh, IT person, um, and the port that we need to plug up to is not live, and it's real easy to trace. So I trace it, and I go ahead and pop it live, and if they got issues with it, well, they should have been on site. Um, I have a uh, also along with my uh, USB sticks, I have a. And actually, I never really use this, and I really need to figure out a use for this thing. But it's a um, it's a laptop hard drive in a enclosure with a USB cable, so you can just plug it up. And it's a 350 gig hard drive. Might need to do something with that. Um, but anyway, lots of pins, um, lots of pins, and actually, the most of them I don't use except for one brand, and it's a Sharpie. And it's this nice, it's almost like a, it's a, it, I think it is a felt tip pin. Um, but it's, it's not real fine, but it's just fine enough. And I have a really bad problem with my hands sweating. And when I write something down, um, my hands start to sweat and man, that ink just goes everywhere. Uh, not only on me, but it just smears all over the paper. And I cannot stand to have ink all over the place. So uh took me a while to find a pen, but it is a Sharpie pen. Uh, it's great. Um, and I have a notebook. Uh, notebook to just take notes when I'm at a customer's site. Had to jot something down real quick. Uh, ran into an issue at this client's. And it was doing this, this, and this. And this is how I resolved it. And I write this down in my little notebook. And I go back to the office and I type it up and store it away for future notes. It's a real nice one. It's uh, It's got a leather bound uh, case to it. Uh, it's a journals book so you can actually buy refills for the thing. Um, it's, it's pretty nice. So um, what else we got? Uh, screwdriver. And it has multiple ends. Uh, so it has um, a couple different sizes of Phillips heads, a couple different sizes of... Um, uh, flat, flat heads. Uh, got some torque screw or uh, torque screwdrivers. Um, don't really use those a whole heck of a lot anymore. Uh, that's about it. And also have a uh, little tiny uh, Intellinet is the brand name, and it's a little five-port switch. I mean, this thing is probably not two inches by an inch and a half. It's really small, and I just. I keep it on my bag just in case I need it. Uh, it's small enough to where I can just throw that in there along with the along with the uh, the power uh, adapter to it. Um, other than that, uh, typical stuff: business cards, blah blah blah. Um, nothing much else in the in the backpack. I got the uh, standard issue laptop from our company. It's an actually it's a nice 17 inch uh, HP ProBook. Um, unfortunately, it does run that uh, nasty operating system that we don't like to talk about too much. But uh, hey, that's uh, that's what VMware's for, right? Um, so that's that's pretty much it for the uh, the fuel backpack uh, with all the computer stuff in it. Uh, the other backpack that I have, backpack number two, that I do carry with me pretty much every single day um, after I leave work, I typically go to the gym so I have a nice gym bag um, and I know that uh, geekdom and fitness doesn't really fit together a whole lot but um, hey 
when I hit 40, uh, I didn't, uh, didn't feel so hot a lot of times, started having some health issues, nothing life threatening or anything like that. It was just, um, just aches and pains and, you know, back hurting and, you know, hard to get out of bed and stuff. And so I wanted to start taking better care of myself. So a lot of people like to say that I kind of went through a midlife crisis, but you know, I, I like to think of it as just trying to be fit. So I, um, I have a gym membership, of course, and I carry around my gym bag every day with me. It goes with me in the car. Uh, it's a big, normal gym bag style, you know, with a big, huge strap and the big center. It also has two pockets on either end. Um, and on same way with my work backpack, I like to keep uh, each one of those pouches the same. Uh, so what goes in one comes out and I mean, it's the same. I mean, I don't uh, don't try to mix and match the, the pockets on the side, what goes in them. So on uh, one side of it, um, I have, um, let's see, I keep two pairs of socks and there is a reason for that. And that reason is, is that some of those days I don't necessarily go to the gym. It might be a really pretty day and no one's going to be at the gym that day. And they're all kind of, yeah, I might not make it. I might be late. And I was like, well, you know what? Forget it. I want to go for a run. So I carry two pairs of socks with me. It makes my shoes feel a lot tighter on my feet when I run. I don't like to have them flip flopping around. So I carry two pairs of socks to wear if I go running and those socks that I wear I have two different styles one of them is a Thorlo socks has these really nice padding um, on the balls and on the heels um, keeps the blisters off um, those are great socks put those on and then over top of that I have these other um, wick socks that draws the moisture away from your feet uh, they're by uh, sock guy I got a few pairs of those so I always carry one of each of those in my backpack um, those go on one side and I also have I really haven't used these anymore because since I got the Thorlo socks but I have some moleskin pads like these little um, it's, I guess moleskin um, that you can buy to just um, put on the bottoms of your feet to keep the blisters away um, but I still got them there I haven't used them since I started using the Thorlo socks so those might just go away or keep them around for whatever um, another thing that I have on that side of the bag is the two XU compression leggings. They're for calf. Um, if you ever, I don't know if you ever watch basketball or something, but, uh, you might see some of those, uh, basketball players, they wear the compression sleeves on their arms. Um, I wear those on my legs, uh, mostly just one leg. So it looks kind of strange that I'm running with one legging on, um, uh, but it's, mostly it's well actually the only reason i really use it is because i have a herniated diblia um it's actually like this hole in my leg muscle uh so whenever that muscle starts to have a lot of blood flowing to it while i'm running um i get this big huge knot on the side of my leg uh it's not painful or anything um it's just really weird and it really gives me the heebie-jeebies so I wear that to uh, keep everything nice and compressed. Um, so I had those. Um, on the inside of the bag, um, just typical gym clothes, shorts, uh, dry fit shirt. Always wear a dry fit shirt. Wear a cotton shirt. I sweat really bad, so 
wear a cotton shirt, that thing's just sticking to you and it's just real annoying. Um, so shorts, dry fit shirt, and I carry two pairs of shoes, one pair in case I go to the gym. The other pair is, uh, in case I go running, my running shoes are, uh, just some ASIC gel GT 2750s or something like that. If you really care, um, really comfortable shoes. Um, I've been wearing ASICs for a long time. They've always helped my, my, uh, my knees and stuff. Um, which is another problem. Um, also, inside my bag, I have these um, straps. They're like gymnastic straps. They're called uh, Lifestyle XT Jungle Gym XT straps. Um, what you can do is, at, we at the gym, we'll take them and we'll wrap them around the chin-up bar, and so we can actually hang from them and uh do exercises and stuff well, it's like a body weight exercise um i'll put a link in the show notes of those things they're 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 so much fun um it's so funny when you're at the gym and you see these really young guys you know they're like you know 20s or something and you know all huge and muscular and they see us on these jungle gym straps and doing this stuff and like oh hey can i try that out and then you see them and they're like just about to do a header into the gym floor so it's funny you know seeing someone 44 years old or whatever and get this 25 year old punk that thinks he know well, anyway it's funny um so we got that um something else uh, on the inside um i keep a foam roller um i guess you know being older um muscles start to hurt and stuff so i have a foam roller uh, it's just a big huge round piece of foam maybe three foot long maybe and you just kind of lay it on your side and just kind of roll back and forth um just kind of a massager and um works great um another thing i have that i keep on the other side of my backpack or my um my gym bag is the um is a jump rope and the jump rope is really cool it's um it's made for CrossFit, and I don't know about some of the other uh, places around the world, but the United States, uh, CrossFit's uh, pretty popular. Um, I don't do CrossFit. I'm not a CrossFit participant necessarily, but we do a lot of CrossFit-style stuff, and so I have a CrossFit-style uh, jump rope. And it's like a metal. The rope is actually uh, real thin, almost kind of a piece of metal. Um, handles are wooden, and they're connected with like a ball bearing almost so they uh they can spin it really fast and you're supposed to be able to help you do what's called a double under so the rope goes around twice when you jump up once um i cannot do that uh, i might be able to do one or two but these guys in crossfit you know they do 50 in a row and they're just beasts um another thing i have on that side of my backpack is my trusty tunes and headphones uh, tunes I carry around a little Sansa clip plus and it has a uh, um, I think it's an 8 gig um, I think it might be a 4 gig actually and it also has um, I bought a uh, 16 gig micro SD card to slide in it to keep more music which I, I'm never even came close to filling up to, for, for this thing so um, not, not to carry around in the gym anyway um, but I carry that around with me uh, to keep my tunes in because uh, got to have the right tunes when you're lifting weights, I guess. Um, certainly makes the time go about better. 
Um, then, uh, other than that, the only thing I really have is a little notebook and a pen. Um, and in the notebook, we keep track of our daily routines. Uh, we're pretty strict on what we do. Uh, you know, we have a, I have a friend of mine that I work out with. Uh, he makes up the workout routines, and they're very structured. Um, so, you know, Monday and Tuesday, Thursday and Friday, we do upper, lower, upper, lower. So, uh, we like to keep track of what we're doing, how many reps we do, how many sets we do, you know, what our weight is we use on that. So, we can kind of see the progression, uh, see if we're moving up, moving down, you know, how we're doing with it. Just something to do, I guess. Um, there's actually a nice little formula to it. And um, so we use that to kind of keep track of what we do during our workout periods. Um, but other than that, that's my that's my two bags. Um, and like I said, I carry this around with me every day that I go to work because um, you never know when I might need to go to the gym. <laughs> or uh, sometimes uh, I've been caught in a situation where it's just like, hey, you know what? Uh, it's a beautiful day. It's time for a good run. That's uh, that's about all I have uh, to talk about for my first episode. Um, if you stuck around this long, glad you listened, and uh, hope it was entertaining somewhat at least. Um, thanks a lot. Look forward to doing it again, and uh, keep on hacking. Thanks a lot. You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All BinRef projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.